Let's watch Disney Podcast. We watch films and have a blast. Rank them all from first to last. It's our podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Dudes Watch Disney Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Jake. Yeah, see, everything's a little different today because I had an idea, and so I'm running the show. Yep. So I had an idea that we would watch Descendants. From it, 2015. From 2015. It is a uh, made-for-TV movie filled with the descendants, or the offspring, of several evil villain characters from the Disney universe, uh, and they... Alright, it's a, it's a shit. <laughs> Were you aware that this movie existed? I was like, going to explain it, it better. I was going to take another run okay. at explaining it. Okay. Alright. So it came out in 2015, and it is filled with the descendants, the offspring of the... <laughs> Damn it. Filled with the descendants, <laughs> the offspring of the villains of the Disney universe. And it's, you know, your basic tween... Disney movie of uh, like you know your camp rocks your high school musicals whatever it is that you're into it's a long it's one of those films the Disney Channel original you like told me the plot synopsis of this thing and that made me know yes we had to do this because like literally the premise is what if Maleficent had a kid and the Wicked Queen had a kid and all these kids were friends and I was like that sounds god awful um but were you aware of this, like, when it came out? The, f- the first I heard of it, uh, you know when you show up way too early for a movie? Mm-hmm. And, and you get the extra commercial yeah. bullshit? And sometimes those are interesting, sometimes they're not. And so this time uh, we went and, like, we were sort of intrigued uh, by the the idea of what was going on here. And then we sort of pieced together that this was this is also, like, a Disney Channel original. Yeah, right. And so we're not the intended audience for this, clearly. But, you know, this is an intriguing idea, and that was as far as thought about it at the time. Gotcha. Well, when this came out, uh, 2015, I would have been working in a department store. Yeah. So, like, I had seen this fucking brand everywhere. Mm. I didn't know what it was. But when you sent me, like, you hear about this Descendants thing or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Disney thing. Yep, kids, it's all over the place. I guess I thought it was, like, Wizards of Waverly Place or something. Like, it was a TV show. But... I didn't realize it was like a movie special event thing. And then I was even more blown away when the second one came around. And that was like a right. crazy every on every channel primetime television thing. So I had forgotten about the the first one until I heard some of the advertising for the second one, uh, including one of the songs from the second one. Uh, the We Got So Many Ways to Be W-I-C-K-E-D. <laughs> So that led uh, to me rethinking about the first one, and then at that point we'd already begun our podcast, and I thought this would be a a fun thing to talk about. Yes, but that did not stop us from putting this off for a very long time. That is true. I watched. I jumped right into it. Where I watched both of them right away, and was like, "Oh man, Jake's going to watch these two, and I'm going to be ready to talk about them when he does." Yeah, my wife asked me. I don't know how many times when the hell I was going to watch Descendants and get it off of the DVR. (laughs) Because I don't know, like, there's a weird concern people have about the DVR filling up when that's never been a thing. It literally says, like, 93% empty. Right. But if something's been there too long, it's just staring at you. Like, you get anxiety about it. When you... uh, um, I believe it was March 2017 I recorded it. Speaking of the DVR... You guys don't watch as many like weekly shows as we do, I don't think. Not too much. So, Just, uh, like so junk food TV. The question I'm about to ask may not 
function for you guys. <laughs> but uh, when you watch things, do you feel that you need to watch them in the order that the that they aired? Like we have yeah. what we call DVR rules, where like if we're catching up on Friday, we have to start oh, with what aired start on at the Monday. Bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> right. So like if we get a week behind, we have to start with the Monday shows mm-hmm. and then make it. Unless uh, there are some some rules to this. Like our favorite show is uh, I'd say This Is Us is our favorite. And so that one always goes front of the line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we will save another show that we really like for the end of the line, uh, for you know, because it, it's a big deal and we got to build up to it as sort of our main event uh, programming. Then there, and I don't know if this is a thing that might just be in our house. I don't know. Do you have things you only like to watch after dark? What kind of things are we talking about here? This isn't a sexy question. I just mean like there's certain shows we prefer to watch when uh, the house is as dark as possible, like Mm. your superhero shows or... We're different on that front because we generally have like a lamp on regardless. Um, So we never have any lights on, uh, but we also don't like any like daylight coming in on certain shows. Now, if it's a... You know, a, a more lighthearted, uh, like a comedy show or whatever, that's not a big deal. But some of the, like, your superhero shows or you know, the real intense shows that we watch, we prefer a uh, darker setting, more theater-like. Oh, uh, I do do that with my podcasts. Uh, I have to listen to them. If I build up, like, a week of them, mm-hmm. then I got to start at the beginning and just work my way up the line. But uh, I have two different devices that I listen to my podcasts. That sounds uh, confusing. On... Hard, hard to stay in line that way. Well... One of them is better about picking up where the other one left off than the other. For some reason, the phone doesn't pay attention to what the iPad does. Yeah. But the iPad is all in the phone's business. And so if I you know, listen to something on the way home from work and then uh, start it listening up again. on the iPad, it yeah. picks up right away. But if I listen to the iPad before going to work and then try to pick up on the car, then it just joins wherever it feels like. And so that's a little frustrating. So sometimes I have uh, phone iPod or uh, podcasts and iPad podcasts. You listen to Apple. These are the things you need to fix next time around. And and then my iPad, fortunately, is old enough where it does not have the latest update that the phone has that makes the podcast so hard to figure out. Hmm. Um, where like it has the basically the old look of here's all your shows. Click on which one. Here's their episodes. Oh, the good one. Yeah. Um, so that's that's handy. Can't believe also, they there are certain that. podcasts like our own that my wife does not like to hear. Uh, so <laughs> I'm shocking. So there are certain that are car only podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Descendants. <laughs> oh yes, uh, Descendants. A like I said before, sort of your classic. Yeah, that's that's where I wanted to go. Um, Disney Channel movies. Did you ever watch any of these growing up? I know our audience did. I don't think we did because no, we didn't have we didn't have Disney Disney for a Channel while. until uh, later. Yeah, until I, I like would I have was been like too old so. to to be watching hmm. Disney Channel movies. The only one I remember, and I think we got it on I some sort of uh, free preview weekend or something. Yeah, uh, was the one with the Pink Power Ranger in it, uh, Susie Q. Was what it was called, where like she dies Did we on like recorded, yeah, that where she familiar. like she dies on prom night or something, and then she comes back as like a guardian angel sort of deal, okay. uh, and like mentors this guy through like getting. I don't remember. I haven't it's seen a it. A lot. I may have butchered the uh, the plot of this, but she like mentors this guy into like finding a girl he likes or something. I don't know. Anyway, it had the Pink Ranger in it, and I, obviously well, that's know. why I watched it. But. Uh, well, I looked at like a list of all the ones they made. Apparently there were like six Parent Trap sequels. I remember another one that we had recorded. Oh. You remember the one that had the kid from uh, Home Improvement? Yeah, Magic Island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, kid from Home Improvement. Not Jonathan Taylor <laughs> okay, Thomas. Well, that's no, I know his name. The other <laughs> one of the lesser Brad, kids. Brad, whichever. What is Brad's name in real know. life? Zachary something. 
I think. Why do I know that? <laughs> Zachary Ty Bryan. I was right. Name. I was going to say Zachary Tyler, which I think is a president, but... Taylor? Taylor. Yeah, okay. John Tyler. I don't know well, now. We don't know the presidents. We should review that movie because I like it. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant one about the presidents. No. And I was confused. There's not a movie about John Magic Tyler. Magic Island. There's a sand shark and he climbs up a pizza tree. I just remember the kid from Home Improvement and I'm sure I thought the mermaid girl was hot when mm. I was little. Not now. Mm. This isn't a recent development. <laughs> I still think you might have been a little old. When did that come out? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Everyone I, Google no this to find old. out if Dustin's like, a perv. No, there's no way I was a little old. Zachary Ty Bryan is definitely older than I am. Okay. Like, I'm looking this up. Halloween Town, that's one of them. I've seen that. I have seen bits and pieces of it's that. It's not yeah. good. Um, Cadet Kelly, <laughs> Johnny Tsunami, and then, of course, High School Musical, which is, I believe, the kind of whole point of this Descendants thing is like, let's make another High School Musical. High School Musical, I have never seen, nor have I seen any of its sequels, but it's a thing that my students... All act like it is absurd that I have not seen it. Now, to oh, yeah. be fair, I am 32 years old, right. and High School Musical came out long after I was well, in, I high, was school. in high school. Yeah. When it came so out. I'm in college. No, believe it or not, <laughs> I didn't watch High School Musical right. and haven't been interested in seeing it any time since then. I didn't watch it, but I did see the Benton High School play version version of it, <laughs> which I don't remember much about, other than the two leads were a black uh, black girl and a white guy, and they kissed at the end, and that was like controversial a little bit in back. Backwards ass Arkansas. Uh, Zachary Ty Bryan was born in 81, which makes him four years older than me. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. And what's it called? Magic Island? It was called, I believe it was called Magic Island. That can't be the, that is the lamest. <laughs> oh, Magic Island, exactly. 1995. Okay. It had pirates in it. Isaac Hayes was in it. Oh, God. And he played somebody named Mad Face. <laughs> I remember all those faces. There was also Lady Face and Funny Face. <laughs> So what was the... I don't know the girl's name. Mermaid girl. There's some character named Gwen, but that doesn't seem very mermaid No. And some character named Lily. I bet it's Lily. Lily's a mermaid name. Also born in 1981. Okay. Jessie Ann Joe Friend. That's her name. She's an actress known for General Hospital, Magic Island, <laughs> and Frankie Starland. That's number two on the resume, huh? <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, yeah, so wait, so tell me more about High School Musical so I can. I remember, with my I remember students. some of the songs, but I, there's something get your head in the game. I know, I know that one. All in this together. I don't know that. You know, all in this together. Didn't the girl from it take nudie pics? I'm pretty sure I saw those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she's got the. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never mind. Actually, she. And not to slut shame, but I believe that she's involved in several different uh, incidents of her pics leaking, or like Ooh. it happened like five years, ten years apart from me, not ten, but you know, several, like it's happened more than once to this okay. girl. Like, moving on. <laughs> but I did watch a lot of like Nickelodeon made for TV movies. Like, I remember fucking Keenan and Kel, Two Heads Are Better Than None, and like uh, Cousin Skeeter movie. I'm pretty sure there was one. So, like, I was familiar with the level of acting we were going to get in this, and yes. I just kind of accepted it. Like, even in, like, good movies for kids, you still kind of get that. Um, like, I saw Jumanji recently, like, the new one, and it was really funny, but, like, at the same time, it was still, like, the level of writing and the level of acting just surrounding the kid characters was just pretty lame. And I knew we were going to get the same kind of stuff from this. But once once you accept that and sort of move into it, uh, I was a little bit surprised by this movie, if we want to go ahead and get in. Like, uh, 
It was it was kind of enjoyable two hours. Two hours is way too fucking long. Yeah, it didn't need to be this long. <laughs> Which was the like the number one reason we put this off as long as we did. But when you tell me the premise is like, here's all the bad guys, kids, I was expecting total bullshit. Like, uh-oh, we got to find a date for the prom. <laughs> and then that'd be the whole Although... premise or something. It's, it's a little bit that. Yeah. I was expecting like sitcom-y laugh track shit. And we actually get like a plot. So right off the bat, there was more stuff going on than I expected at least. And it... uh it opens up with kind of a cool touch. We get the traditional like Disney book opening kind of thing, but it's not a book. It's an iPad. A tablet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's like swiping and graphics and all this kind of shit. So like, all right. Right off the bat, I'm like, that's kind of neat. Show me where you go with this. Did you pick up uh, on the name of the magical land where they live? Aradon? Yeah. Okay. So as I watched the first time, I did not pick up on that. And mm. so the whole movie I thought they were saying Oregon. <laughs> and so there's no magic in Oregon. <laughs> like, which is not how... There are people, I believe, who pronounce the state that way. That's not how we are. Kansans say it. Oregon. Right. But I just thought that they lived in Oregon. The yeah. magical world. <laughs> I wrote it down right at the beginning. Arodon, no magic and no Wi-Fi. Teenagers, ugh. Yeah. So we meet uh, Belle and Beast, who are normal people now and married and have kids. Have kid. Right. Belle is played by an actress who uh, plays a different magical role on Once Upon a Time, the series also based off uh, several of the Disney Canonical, canonical <laughs> movies <laughs> based on several of the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays the the Blue Fairy uh, on on Once Upon a Time, and this she's Belle. Anyway, so the Beast is the is he like president, king, whatever? Yeah. He's got a crown, so he's, I guess he's yeah. king. But he's also a dorky dad character. Yeah. So he's rounded up all the villains. He's put them on a separate island. Mm-hmm. They are not allowed to come segregated to, to Oregon. <laughs> right. They, are, they can't get on the Oregon Trail and make it there. <laughs> right. Uh, they all get dysentery. I don't know what happens to them. Anyway, he has become king, and for whatever reason, his son is now going to become king. This is a weird abdication situation. Yeah. I don't understand. You're 16 you know time to coronate you i mean I guess, even though i'm still alive and could be running this shit right and do we want teenagers running things no and, as, and that's the other thing they put pressure on him as soon as he takes over he has to make some sort of decree some sort of change yeah uh in policy like which i understand you want to make a legacy and and make it clear that you know things are different now that you're running things but it's a lot of pressure to put on a teenager and maybe let him ease into this. And right away, we introduce the fact that uh, this young kid, who at some point I probably should have learned his name, but I don't fucking Ben, isn't it? Ben. ben. Yeah, because yeah. uh, his girlfriend has a nickname for him. I don't remember now, but it's like Ben, ben, ben Boy. Ben Boops. Boop Ben. Ben. I don't know. Maybe Boo-boo. I wrote it down. Well, Boo Boo Jenkins you know, or whatever. <laughs> one of the actors' names we learned in watching the uh, closing credits today is named Boo Boo. Uh, you may already know that. Hey, Boo Boo. He's also from the Twilight films uh but right away we learn that ben uh wants all the lost kids from the isle of the lost to live here in oregon (laughs) and uh uh yeah so basically he's like no we need to like draft some of them to come over here and they can come to our school and sort of for an exchange student system here the opening moments of this movie are very much about plowing through as much explication as we can because right. we want to get this story started and we don't want you asking any questions <laughs> exactly so the, we got all the villains we got all everyone here he round them up put them over there and then he's doing this he's going to be king and here's what i want to do and they're going to bring the people over and here we go like yep <laughs> boom get, get let's to start the, the story. song and dance yeah. numbers 
So we're not here for in many background. ways. In many ways, it feels kind of like a stage play, which, which I think is what they were going for, like a, a musical. F- yeah. To be fair, you don't really need a lot of background. No. Like if you say these are the offspring of the Disney villains and heroes, we know who they are, or we wouldn't be watching this movie in the right. first place. No one's just like, oh, well, let's see what this is about. I don't know who Sleeping Beauty is, <laughs> right. or you know, any Corella Deville. Who's that? Whatever. Right. So we specifically mention. Uh, you know, there's no magic on this island. We're going to get some kids from the magic island. Not, uh, we already talked about magic island. Different magic island. <laughs> right. And so, like, we're going to get kids from, you know, Maleficent and the Wicked Queen and Jafar and Cruella DeVille, who is just a lady. Like, she doesn't have any magic in her story. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, there's other fucking, like, magical or sorcerer or any kind of villains we could have used. She's pretty iconic, though. Yeah. Well, not in this film. Well, no, <laughs> but the Cruella DeVille is... Yeah, she, she just feels a little out of place. Yeah, she's like the bubble hanging out with them. Yes, and we definitely wanted uh, Eartha Kitt, but yes. Eartha Kitt was already dead at this point. <laughs> <and> Real shame. <laughs> we found, uh, you know, non-union equivalent Eartha Kitt here. So we go to the island, and I just looked over at my notes, and the first thing I see is, oh god, holy shit, this song is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe you're referring to Rotten to the Core. We're which, rotten to the Core. Which opens with Mirror Mirror on the wall, who's the baddest of them all, and I swear there's at least 10 80s wrestling promos <laughs> that have that line in there. It's yeah. so I'm picturing, I was like, thinking Batman villains, uh, but well, yeah. Yeah, but I'm What's picturing, the like, really? the fucking Road Warriors, like Hawk. <laughs> wow! like either that i mean i know rick flair used that not baddest but right. he, many times all yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so we meet these bad kids who are spraying graffiti tags that are like the maleficent decal logo and but it says like evil and yeah so if you're a fan of our podcast and bless you if you are <laughs> right. but uh you know that my notes are rarely well done. And so this is the first time, we mentioned this earlier, this is the first time that I've watched a movie and then not done an episode about it uh, for months and months and months. And so there's so some I, translation error right, from I these had notes. that I would just be able, because that's why you take notes, right? Uh, to just look at my notes and remember everything about this movie. But let's, let's just see <laughs> how well, if we just take the first three lines or so, uh, Descendants 2015. Belle is Blue Fairy from Once Upon a Time. Beast becomes president. Runs of villains should be off villains. Their son will become king at 16. Wants to allow evil kids to live with the rest of them, I guess. Gorilla <laughs> Deville, Jafar, Evil Queen, and Maleficent. Uh, wow, we rush through a lot of shit. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest of them all? Rotten to the core. Arkham City. Uh... <laughs> Uh, what is that? Oh, Kristen Chenoweth. Why? Maleficent disappointed with bratty ass daughter. There you go. Right. Kristen Chenoweth, annoying as hell. Like, you know how there are certain celebrities, like, you just make up your mind you don't like or whatever. For whatever reason. You do that. I do. And for whatever, she's never done anything to me. I don't know why I decided I don't care for her, but I don't care for her, damn it. She's just a name I recognize. I looked through her IMDb trying to figure out if there's anything I've seen her in. I probably not. But I guess Wicked, like the original run of that, is what she's most known for. Another Broadway stuff. I don't right. think I've seen any of her film things other than other than fucking Descendants. But she's on TV a lot on like talk shows and on like uh, things not in my radar. <laughs> no, but I, I'm trying to think of what else I've seen her on. Like uh, those like game shows where they have celebrities on too. Like. I'm Hollywood sh- Square. Well, yeah, or celebrity like, family feud, or the game night, or whatever it's oh, called. Yeah. yeah, 
I've yeah. never watched that show. I don't know oh, if she's okay. on there or that. I've just decided she's, she's on there. She on fits there. in the, to the mold of people that should <clears throat> right. be on there. Those anyway, are an okay, like, 30 minutes. I think <laughs> Arkham City, I think the reason I wrote that is the idea of putting all the villains on one island and just giving up on that yeah. island. <laughs> yeah, that's which, pretty much the plot of that game. I sort of understand that mindset of, like, we've done all we can. Let's just isolate the damage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they can do. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I did to sum up our, our introduction here was, holy shit, all the Kingdom Hearts nerds have grown into rebellious teenagers because we got them spraying graffiti and dancing to dubstep. Exactly what you want to hear in a Disney film. Yeah. And yeah. then it ends with them literally stealing candy from a baby. You'll <laughs> work. Yes, yes. They're bad, but not so bad. And, of course, they're bad in, you know, safe, Kid punky way ways for them to be... Yeah. Uh, everything about this is per- is designed for tweens. Like yeah. we are trying to hit that group as hard as we can, especially girls. I would think more than guys I would imagine. Uh, which I mean, none of these films that we've been reviewing in the course of the show have really been designed for the. No. You know, they've all been like family pictures, right? But for whatever reason, this one feels the most like we're not the target audience for this. Mm-mm. And that's definitely true in regards to the music involved. Because, <laughs> like, we don't, this is the first time we've done, like, let's do shitty pop music and, like, not even try to reach the broad audience. Let's just appeal to what the kids are listening to. Which, I mean, there's <clears throat> certainly, when, when talking about Disney films, uh, there's a few ways to approach it. We have sort of approached it from a totally romanticized, like, yeah. we love these movies, and you should love them too, and this is a big part of our childhood, and we, you know, want to share our experiences uh, as far as that goes. But another aspect of just corporate movie making and trying to get as much money as possible. And if you hook tweens on something, they'll convince their parents to buy things, even with Younger children as well, and that's why every Disney movie that comes out has some sort of marketing campaign with toys and t-shirts and all this, uh, all the other accessories that go along with it. And that's, on one hand, like, we did, I mean, that's always been a thing, and we played with those toys too uh, when we were little and then had outfits based off that too, and everyone thinks it's cute when their kid has a Mickey Mouse outfit or whatever. Right. But on the other hand, like it, there's something sort of gross about that. Corporate. It's pretty like, we're making this movie, to, you know, just to make all the money we can. Out, not from because not because we made a great movie, but because we made a movie that's going to sell shirts and exactly. toys and you know posters, I mean, yeah, stickers, whatever. If I saw the Ninja Turtles today, like if first run Ninja Turtles showed up, I would probably have felt the same way. <clears throat> when it, even though when I was a kid, I was like, "This is the greatest thing that's ever made." It's like, no, it's a fucking toy line, like, yeah. And the cartoon is just, you know, big music and big action and dumb one-liners. But you know, there's there's a difference once you reach a certain age when you can sort of see through all that shit. In regards to uh, Kristen Chenoweth's Maleficent, I referred to it as Maleficent as performed by Rita Repulsa. Yeah, if you are a fan of Maleficent in the original Sleeping Beauty. This is not the same character in nope, any way. No, it's not. All of these villains get completely fucked over. Yeah, and some of them in ways that make them totally contradictory to the original character. Like, let's mm-hmm. take Jafar. I was mildly offended by Jafar, I think I would say. Like, the guy who was an evil, conniving, like, power-hungry sorcerer is now just like, 
a stereotypical shop owner, like well, yeah, and goods. worse than that, like his son is a goddamn street rat, uh-huh. and that's something <laughs> that's he's the opposite just, of what he is. He's just okay with that, even mm-hmm. though he was he, you know, he couldn't stand that about uh, Aladdin. But his son is just, you know, doing like that opening scene with a different song. Like if you took the uh, street rat. <laughs> that song from aladdin and put that behind these little kids and it's cute and charming look what they're up to like but that's suddenly something jafar is just okay with i mean right. everyone has blinders with their own yeah. children but still but like they boil them down to like yeah what if jafar just wanted his kid to steal and it's like it's fucking not what jafar was that you're thinking of abysmal from the second one like yeah he is jason alexander's character not fucking jafar but I don't know. It's terrible. And our kids, well, I guess we can go through the rest of the villains. Like, not Eartha Kitt. Cruella DeVille is just like, she's got a stuffed dog on her neck and like... Yeah, that's strange too. I don't get that. we find out later in the movie, she has told her son, and I didn't bother learning his name. Carlos. Uh, Carlos. Yep. Okay. Where did that come from? <laughs> Carlos DeVille uh, told him... About he how was born on vacation. <laughs> about how dangerous dogs can be in their wild pack animals. And, like, Corella is not afraid of the no. dogs at any point in 101 Dalmatians. Like, she maybe thinks this... they're gross at one point. Like, right. calls and, them mongrels. Yeah. And I guess they do sort of ruin her life or whatever by the time the movie is over. So maybe right. she's decided this later on and something she's passing off. Do you think either Horace or Jasper uh, got to be the baby daddy there? Or. Mm. I don't know on that one. I don't feel like they were all that close. But. That's true. Um, and she seems like she would be too high class for them. So, yeah, our, our kid characters, I'm going to try to go through Wait, these. Wait, did, did we finish the adult ones? No, we didn't because we didn't talk about the evil queen, you, Peggy I Hill. Didn't even, oh, Peggy Hill. Yes. Oh, is that really her? Yeah, that is Kathy and Jimmy. Uh, I also didn't know in that. Uh, that uh, Halloween movie with the Sanderson sisters. I don't. Oh, what? Hocus Pocus. Okay. Hocus Pocus. That's the she's one. She's in that too. She's, she's one yeah, of the. She's one of the witches in okay. Hocus Pocus. I've seen that like one time. So. She's basically playing the character from Hocus Pocus here right. more than. Why the, isn't she playing Peggy Hill? Because that would be funny. <laughs> Peggy Hill on the like, what would she be doing in on that island? In my opinion, <laughs> apple an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, maybe that's all I got. Or she's like just the Spanish teacher on the evil island. <laughs> Right, so, but I don't even, she didn't even do enough in the movie for me to register how dumb her character was. Yeah, she becomes, I mean, I guess that's fairly consistent with the evil queen in the movie, where she just wants, or in, you know, in Snow White, where, like, she wants her daughter to find a prince and to, you know, become wealthy and well-known or whatever, and and her daughter is the most vain of the... The kids here, okay, let me go through these names once if I can remember them all. Okay. So, a daughter of Maleficent, Mal, mm-hmm. she's protagonist. Yes. Daughter of Evil Queen, Evie, uh-huh. is the ditzy boy crazy one. She's the, if you don't know their names, this is purple hair is Mal and blue yeah. hair is Evie. Mm-hmm. Uh, son of Jafar, it's called Jay. Uh-huh. He's a dumb That's jock. Boo-boo. Yeah, he's boo boo. <laughs> he's the dumb jock. This whole movie is boo boo, but okay. <laughs> and then son of Cruella is Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> and he's a scaredy cat. Though I wrote those like as soon as they are introduced, because that's all you fucking need to know about these. Yeah, characters. I mean they're they're pretty, pretty uh, stripped down, one note characters. Also, malevolent, bleh, maleficent wants a wand or something. 
is all I wrote because <laughs> that, that okay yeah she wants the, the plot device the fairy godmother's wand they're stuck on this island right just to recap they've been all mm-hmm. they've been rounded up put on this island they can't get off there's some sort of enchantment around the island they're stuck there they want to get back to the mainland and back to run and shit and the key to that is uh, getting the, the magic wand and that's how they're going to get off uh, the island right so they can't do that but now that now the foreign exchange program is going right. on and so he wanted ship them to, off. to send to make it to where all of the villains could come uh, he sort of realized that couldn't happen right away and it starts with what if we take a small group of them and they can come over and that's just happens to be our four characters uh, right also do they all live together on the island we don't spend hardly any time on the island but so i don't know we do they're all in yeah. that same i mean maybe that's just the lair maybe that's yeah. where they hang out i don't know <laughs> it could be do you need a lair secret if, bad guy villain right but do you need that yeah, if, if they're the all bad island? i don't know i don't know gotta but, play arkham uh, city again mal like doesn't want to do what her mom tells her to obviously so uh maleficent gives her the hard stare from paddington would you know immediately mm, get, yes. get the eye contact and then she's like oh fuck i gotta do what you say i guess and uh, I'd have to look at the, the uh, costumes again, but I wrote the note. I like Maleficent's championship belt. <laughs> I guess she had some sort of thing guess, going on. Uh, so they, uh, so the a limo comes. Yeah, Ben sends a limo filled with candy, uh, mm-hmm. luring them. Look, this won't be so bad. Leaving your parents, I've got a limo filled with candy. Get in the car, <laughs> and they do. And they, and it's their first time having candy. There's no candy on the evil island. Mm-hmm. Like I assumed it would be like. The island in Pinocchio, yeah, where it would just it be filled be with candy. like liquor and candy and no cigars rules. and all that kind of stuff. But no, apparently no candy. Uh, so the first time they try a Reese's was probably my first time <laughs> trying a Reese's too. Just like the sweetness and the saltiness. And yeah. I saw a gif of, uh, what's her name? Wonder Woman eating her first Reese's, I guess. Gal Gadot? Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I called her, what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> Gadot. Um, I think you do pronounce the T. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it was on like Conan or something. If that's, I'm sure you listen to the show, gal. You know, let us know. <laughs> yeah, you know, hit us up. Yeah, kids don't know what chocolate is. Look at these white douchebags. That's <laughs> what I wrote. Because <laughs> we made it to the school. And yeah. then it's like preppy college I guess town. when they get to the school is when I see the name written down. And here in the notes we're like, oh, Auradon. Mm-hmm. I thought they were saying Oregon. The school is run by the fairy godmother. Who's the principal, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we we meet we see Ben uh, amongst other teenagers, and uh, with his girlfriend here, Aud- yeah. Audrey, 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 Audrey with a D. She's a vapid she, princess. She's uh, Sleeping Beauty's daughter. Mm-hmm. The actress that plays uh, Audrey is on another uh, network TV show uh, called Shades of Blue, where she plays Jennifer Lopez's daughter. It's a cop drama with uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, what's his name from. The mob movie, the movie about the mob, Scorsese. Mm, Goodfellas. Yes, that okay. guy, Ray. Joe Pesci. No, Ray Liotta. Okay. He uh, looks rough these days, Ray Liotta. Surely he's old as fuck. Yeah, but like, looks like, like some like botched plastic surgery, like just weird face. He has weird face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, still a big fan. Like you're, you're cool. Uh, you just you got weird face. <laughs> And you were saying the girl that plays Mal, uh, the main main girl, purple haired girl. Yeah, Dove, Dove Cameron is her name. Okay. Yes, she's on Gotham. No, she's on uh, Agents of Shield. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a different show. Mm-hmm. They are completely not the same. No, um, they're Gotham is way better than Agents <laughs> oh, of Shield. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, I thought she did all right in this movie, at least compared to everyone else. Because, you know, Disney movies, especially one that's a few years old now, you kind of watch out like, are any of these kids going to be like a thing? Because Disney just churns through so many like young actors and then occasionally like a uh, fucking Zendaya shows up or whatever. Who's the other popular people? Zac Efron. <laughs> They're both in The Greatest Showman, which was an okay movie, everyone. Zendaya is also in Spider-Man, right? I didn't see Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is she Disney or is she Nickelodeon? Yeah, he's a little strokey. I don't know. I don't know who she is. She's in Spider-Man is all I know about her. Okay. He showed me a picture of Ray Liotta. <laughs> That's what that was. Um, but yeah, so we meet some other kids. Uh, Dopey's got a son. Who fucked Dopey? <laughs> maybe Dopey's got like a gigantic dick. Like maybe it makes sense. Okay. His son is a dweeb, though. Yeah, but he starts falling for the slutty one of the group, Evie. Evie, yes. He looks at her and goes, hi-ho, because <laughs> keeping it classy there, Disney. No, it wasn't. That's what dwarves say. I like, know. It wasn't. The joke is implied. No, it's not. You're just, you're just awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then they all play video games, and it's a commercial for Disney Infinity. Spoilers, oh, that's yeah. not a thing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the movie's is... a little dated, but of course that's what the boys do right away. Uh, as yeah. they and then like Run so, the I guess Carlos is more of the nerd, so he's playing it, and then Jay is like, "No, I want to play it." And then he grabs it, and it literally starts playing the same cutscene again, like when we had the GIF <laughs> from oh, the fucking yeah. uh, one hundred one uh, Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Yeah. yeah, it was that, but it was a video game trailer. Um, they also try to steal stuff from the limo. We didn't talk about that, yeah. but the boys tried to Stealing just take candy. everything uh, that was... Well, not just the candy, uh, candy. Wasn't there like a TV or something they're something trying to get like out of that. there? Yeah. Uh, before the fairy godmother makes them put it back. And then at one point, we get out and walk around the school. It kind of looks like the X-Mansion set. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Could be. Don't yeah. know. But I think we're going to the museum to try to find the wand, right? That's what we're doing. Yeah, they look up. They use... Uh, I don't they use the do they use the magic mirror for this? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, they Evie's got a magic mirror. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. They don't have Wi-Fi, so they have to use the magic mirror instead of Google Maps to figure right. out where the It's weird that those things exist together. Like there's actual technology and also Disney magic in the right. same that world. That is sort of the thing like in, you know, Harry Potter Cell phones were a thing, and they could have been used, but right. they're not. Well, in the stories, they're not a thing. But even though the stories are happening in the 90s, and that technology would have been around. Not like the same technology. in like Not as prevalent, but right. like not unheard of. I think like, specifically in the last book, J.K. Rowling's like, we need to make a timeline for this that's before all this cell phone shit. Because yeah. that sets it in like the early 90s, the mid-90s, I guess. Right. But, but like, like where they're like listening to listening to the radio to hear things where like right. you know television would have been bigger. Yes, <laughs> they could have been watching Jerry Springer and shit or whatever the British equivalent is. <laughs> Do they? Have, is there a British? Equivalent? Surely, I don't know. That British be... has some trashy TV. Oh, okay, I was about to say that could just be uniquely American. I don't know. Britain is what I should have said there. <laughs> British. Yeah. Um, so we're going through the museum and you see like various Disney artifacts. Uh, I get annoyed when movies do this. Like the appeal is going like, oh, I recognize that thing. But like shitty movies and also like a ton of superhero movies do this. where They're like, here's just all the things at once. Like mm-hmm. whenever the last Spider-Man we did, <laughs> fucking, I guess it was Amazing Spider-Man 2 or whatever. I didn't do that one. No, I know. You didn't miss anything. I watched the, I watched the first one in that series yeah in those movies the only they got spider-man and they got gwen stacy great like andrew garfield and emma stone 
are perfect and they are not in good movies <laughs> like everything else going on is bad and then like at one point in the second one they walk through like it might be might be osborne green goblin kid or whatever walks through and is like look at my dad's shop and it's like all of the villain suits for fucking any spider-man villain you've ever heard of here's vulture's fucking wings and here's the jet for Green Goblin, and here's Dr. Rock's arms. And it's just like, get that shit out of my face. Like, yeah, y'all aren't lasting for another movie, so don't do this. Yeah, just little forced-ass Easter eggs, which do mm-hmm. they become Easter eggs when they're hidden, like, in plain sight? Like, right, you're supposed to hide it's Easter like eggs. like Easter eggs for, like, toddlers. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way that they hide those things. And then we go to the villain room, and how convenient. It's the only four villains in Disney history. <laughs> Maleficent, Cruella de Vil, and Jafar. And right. The other one, Evil Queen. But they, the children do get to see how their parents are looked at by other people, which That's is not true. necessarily something they had a perspective of on the island. Right. They are vilified. The villains are vilified. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did want to say when we first uh, when we first get to the high school and we see uh, the prince there, his outfit looks so cheap. And I get part of the, uh, the thought process on this movie is, well you know, make a movie and then make a bunch of money off of that movie with, you know, merchandise and all that kind of stuff. And to maximize the profits, you don't have to spend a lot of money on wardrobe. Uh, and it's clear that they didn't at certain points in this movie. I thought outside of some of the CGI being a little rough that like in general, it didn't feel too cheap. I guess I didn't pick up on outfits. I also watched it at like 630 in the morning. Yeah, so I might've missed some shit. Some of the costumes, especially the Royals, uh, they look a little rough. Yeah. And the school uniforms, I guess look kind of cheap too. When like Snow White news reporter later lady shows up, it's like, that's clearly an outfit y'all bought at party city. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, Peggy Hill's outfit. Good job not getting the slutty too. one, but <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Snow White. I think she's had work done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I, I I don't know. Some of it was all right. Before they break into the museum, they get put in their first class, right? They get put in remedial goodness one hundred and one, which I thought was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, where they have different like hypothetical situations, little case studies, like what would you do here, and multiple choice questions where they're trying to mm-hmm. uh, figure out what a a good person would not do. steal the candy from the baby, <laughs> right? Basically, yeah. so that was that was kind of fun. It was a little go- little goofy. Yes. Um. But you're right. So they go to the museum. They see their uh, their parents there, and uh, at one point, Mal sees the statue of her mom, and yeah, then like comes they to life. sing a duet together. There, yeah. it. What's happening there? Like, is she imagining that this is happening? I guess. Because I feel like if Maleficent could just control that remotely, then <laughs> why send the kids there? I yeah. guess even if she got it, she couldn't that thing couldn't get off the island and i don't know i think it's more like this is a musical theater well i know but it's performance but if your whole thing is we can't get off the island yeah and then suddenly there you are but you're not really it just Mm -hmm. was confusing well it's like a soliloquy to the audience is what i took it is just like okay here's this like literally all i wrote was we get it she's conflicted because that's the whole point of the song is the mom going she does several songs in the movie where it's the same (laughs) right thing we're trying to hammer home mom says be evil mal says i don't want to be evil then we try to steal the thing, and there's a force field and a siren. And a security guard, which who's wearing a tie, was all I wrote down. Like, who makes their security guards wear ties? That seems very uncomfortable. So then they see the wand. After the song is over, they see the wand floating in a staircase. Because that's an effective display, I guess. Right. And 
Jafar's son, dumbass. Yes. Boo-boo the dumbass. Uh, decides to try to just grab it. Even as Mal is like, no, wait, don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. Mal, for, for some reason, is the only one of them that's not stupid. Right, yeah. That, that, I, don't, I don't know a reason for that, yeah. but maybe that's why I kind of thought she was an okay protagonist. I mean, at least Evie, Evie's not it bright is. either, but she at least has some skills with, like, makeup and, like, fashion or whatever. Where, yeah. where basically, and we, I guess Jay, we learn later, is a good athlete. Uh, yeah, as I called him the dumb jock. Well, yes, but he <laughs> groundbreaking character development there. Stupidly tries to just jump and grab the wand. Right. Hits the force field, sets off the alarm. Mm-hmm. They get caught. Bad guys caught doing bad guy things. Right, which just confirms uh, you know the close-minded people of uh, Oregon didn't want. <laughs> didn't want They're pretty from, open-minded people in that, Oregon. But in the story here, where there's no magic in Oregon. Uh, Oradon, whatever it's called, uh, the just you know confirmation bias. Of course, these kids are bad, just like we right. thought they were. Did we meet the fairy godmother daughter yet? That's hard to say. Yeah, she's no, not the goddaughter. I, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, well, sometime after this scene, we do. What was? Do we remember her name? She's like all skittish and nervous about shit the whole movie. Later, she gets a haircut. We skip something huh. uh, to where. When the alarm gets set off, first we have a Han Solo phone call situation where Jafar's son yeah. is on the phone. No, everything's fine here. We're all fine. Right. How are you? And I uh, guess which... like the code to deactivate the alarm is just like written down, and he just tells that over the phone. I think so, yeah. Something like that. Uh, what was I going to say? There's something else. And that was the point. So when I watched this the first time, I had it on the DVR, and... That was the first commercial break. And shit. so I filled up this whole page and then went, first commercial break. Holy shit, how am I going to get through the rest of this movie? Was it just a two-hour broadcast? I don't remember. Because but... the runtime is like a is like an hour 51 or something. Because yes. I was expecting it to be shorter. So maybe like two and a half hours, yeah. I guess, with commercials. But Well, if they... Okay. Do we have anything else for meeting the fairy godmother daughter? Because that's all I wrote for that scene. Is that, does that happen next? It's got to be. That's next on my notes. And then we go to the coach. So, oh, yeah, fairy godmother has a daughter, Jane, who's Jane. afraid of the villain kids. That's as much as I wrote. Is this in the bathroom or is that later? I, I think that's later. <laughs> okay. Um, where Mal helps Jane with her hair. Then you're right. Yeah. We start playing. Got to meet her first. Not Quidditch. Right. Uh, <laughs> so we go, and now we're out on on the field playing what looks like a blend of lacrosse and assault from American Gladiators. You're in the, in the, in the kill zone. Kill zone, yeah. It is out of pretty fucking cool. More sports need kill zones. I was less cool with the only black guy at this college being the coach, but, you know, I did in think general, a pretty cool sport. So Carlos and Jay are both sort of trying out here, and uh, Jay just smashes everyone in front of him and right. doesn't even know what he's doing. Uh, just, just smashes everyone. Carlos doesn't do as well which He's leads scared. to the coach's funny line uh when he goes on and on about how great jay was and then looks at carlos and says you ever thought about band <laughs> yeah which, which was good uh carlos does have the taunting down required for the sport there's a lot of that going on which is again good way to win me over with the sport um, anytime someone body checks someone it's like do a little dance and point at him yeah. with your stick you probably have not watched this movie. There are a lot of people who have not watched this movie, but the the movie, the internship with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, where yep, they you're right. <laughs> try to get an internship at Google. The movie itself is not that good, but there is one really funny scene in the movie where they are playing like live action, live action Quidditch 
and like they're playing with all these nerds and the two of them are like actually athletic and shit <laughs> and like smashing into people and it's really nice. pretty, pretty funny yeah uh, it's the only funny scene in that movie but yeah, it does uh, sound pretty funny <laughs> Anyway, so the, that scene is over, and then we see Mal doing some graffitiing, long live evil. Mm-hmm. Very subtle. Also trying to blend in, clearly, in her new environment. Right. Uh, but then that's when she interacts with Jane again this time and uh, starts to sort of manipulate her. Is this when she starts dishing out haircuts? I think so. Giving yeah. everyone a because sassy look. Because she sees a way to get Jane to like her, and she needs... To get the wand, right? She's been sent on a mission by her mother to get the wand, yeah. and so this is how Getting she's going about doing this. Way to yeah. Do it. yeah, and it's a total like, oh, the nerd took her hair out the ponytail and took off her glasses, and now she has all this confidence, kind of thing. Is just like, give her a new haircut. Okay, she's having fun and not scared of stuff every right. anymore. Have you ever seen not another teen movie? I have, yeah, okay. not in a while. I used to think it was really funny. I don't know if it still is. It's still pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I was always really excited by uh, what's his name. Fucking Captain America. Yeah, Chris Evans. Evans, yeah. I always thought, I like it when actors make it, you know? If it's like, I remember him from, like, way right, the and fuck so back. I didn't see the movie until after yeah. Captain America, and so, like, watching him was just like, wow, like, this cat he went came on a to long be, way. Like, like, a big deal. After like, playing Jake Spencer, <laughs> might have been, I think it was his name. I don't know why I know that. Have we met the son of Cinderella yet? I got uh, we're about to, but yeah. in this scene with Jane, Jane says something about chocolate chip cookies or something about doesn't your mom love you or something <laughs> I wrote down, uh, I guess talking about her relationship with her own mother, the fairy godmother, and that's when Mal sort of sees that there's something missing in her relationship uh, with her mother. Her mother who wants her to be evil, and she's conflicted about it. Yes. <laughs> so then we meet Charming Jr., <laughs> that's his name i think so uh the daughter uh he's, the son yeah the son of uh cinderella and prince charming he's equally as dumb as evie so of course yes, they hit it off they yeah he catches her eye mm. uses her mirror to help cheat in chemistry yeah the mirror which i noticed totally it just has all the powers of a cell phone she like the teacher tests her and is like do you know this kid who wasn't paying attention and she's like yeah and reads the answer off her mirror and writes it on the chalkboard but that's weird because to- cell phones totally exist in this universe True. like this but isn't magic anymore I, that was kind of funny too like do you know he asked her the atomic weight of silver and then she's like i don't know it can't be much like how much does an atom weigh like <laughs> So that was a pretty good answer. Uh, as she's like stalling and waiting on the mirror to come up with the right answer. Then at some point, I guess Mal is talking about life on, or is it Evie that's talking about life on the island? And they're like, oh, it was really hard, you know? And I'm like, it wasn't hard. It seemed pretty fun. It was all graffiti tagging and dance numbers. Like, I don't know what we're going for here. So then there's a scene, yeah, that happens. Then there's a scene like in the woods with like carlos and the prince yeah and carlos gets scared of a dog and then the prince is like no he's not scary and, and there's then... like a weird like is the prince kind of digging on carlos here like there was a weird like romantic yeah. sort of vibe there that's never picked up again after the scene but there was no. sort of a like weird connection that they had in the woods and then well i'm sure there's people that ship them oh i've kind of figured jay and carlos would be the, the big couple here well, i don't know it just it was a nice moment and if yeah. they wanted to go in that direction that would be fine it just was like is this happening and then it didn't happen but i don't know and then we meet mulan jr i would of all the disney princesses i expected to see like mulan wasn't one of them like this fucking mulan saved china with like a war what did you do I didn't touch it in time. I hope we're still recording. <laughs> we are, but also I didn't touch it in time. It's a, it's a movie I saw once. 
she stood up. I mean, we haven't made it to our Mulan review, but I kind of like that movie. Like, and I, you know, with 2018 feminist eyes, it'll be nice to look back like what the 90s kind of feminist thing was about. And it's like. That's a movie I've only seen like once all the way through. It'll be interesting in like four years from now when we get to it. (laughs) The woman who voices Mulan is also on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought you were going to say King of the Hill. She plays Agent May. At least one of Mulan's family members is uh, fucking whatever. What's Connie's mom's name? Mrs. Supernusenfoad. Anyway, I did not want to see Mulan as a vapid boy-crazy teenager. (laughs) Like, this is a weird inclusion. Yeah, that is unfortunate. She Uh, gets a new haircut, too. I think this might be before. For that, uh, at one point, Evie pretends to be dumb to get charming to like her more. Like, yeah. pretends to be even dumber, yeah. and also tries to act a little cinder, a uh, little like Charming's mom. Uh, That's weird. <laughs> at least it's what I wrote down. I don't actually remember what happened here, but I okay. wrote down and like Charming's mom. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, she does like cook and clean and stuff, and so I don't right. know if she cooks and cleans, he but asks, she sews. Yeah. But he asks her to do, you know, his homework for him, for yeah, him, and she happens. does that because. That's how you get guys. Mm. Dopey Jr. asks out Evie uh, to the coronation. Okay, that happens. Apparently. All right. And where the wand would be used. Around the time we were like, let's have a love triangle between these ancillary characters. And I was pretty out of it. Yeah, Mulan's daughter wants to make over two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sassy new haircuts. Chocolate. Not really a thing in ancient China, with Mulan talking about because they're making the chocolate, oh, chocolate chips. chip cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely like a central and Latin America thing. But I guess Mulan had some, and I don't know how these characters got to the modern world. But whatever. Yeah. So then we go back to not Quidditch and Jay and the coach practicing it up a little bit, and uh, yeah. Well, and the coach is. A- the reason we're making the chocolate chip cookies is we're making a love potion. Oh, yes, yes, We're going to yes. put that That's in important, there. Important plot give point. It, give it to Ben. He'll fall in love. We'll use that because we like him, but also because we're going right. to get because the wand. Because remember, while Mal is conflicted, she's on, she's on a mission, mm-hmm. and she has to get this wand because she needs to make her mother proud. And that's what's happening here. They have a little conversation outside. Uh, their lockers are outside. Is that a thing? Like anywhere? <laughs> like lockers that you go outside to get to? I saw one. There was like one school that I went to uh, at like a quiz bowl tournament mm. where that was a thing. And like, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, where all the lockers were outside. And sure. We thought, this is crazy. Like, what did they do? you get rained on? Yeah. She puts almonds in the cookies, so I'm out. That wouldn't have worked on yeah, me. Yeah, gross. <laughs> There's something, something's gateway magic. I don't remember what that joke. I wrote the punchline, but not the setup. Some sports game. Yeah, I, I don't remember the rest of the scene. I just wrote down. Uh, Jay says, uh, "You know, my dad told me the only way to win is to make sure everybody else loses." And then I wrote That's down good. Jafar Madden. There's <laughs> a guy. You want to win, you got to make the other team lose. Like, like, that's Jafar giving good advice there yeah, to his I mean, son. That's good strategy. Jafar is like one of the smartest villains uh-huh. in the universe, and then I mean, maybe I'm he, not in this movie. But no, not in this movie. And maybe he just married some sort of like. Are we sure he's not Iago's son? Like it could make sense yeah. then. Like other than okay, I, the Iago fact is he's a, a bird. bird. Yes, but I mean, personality-wise, it could add up then. Yeah, Jay and Carlos work together to win at sports, and that completes Jay's character arc. Yeah, pretty much. We could have talked about this, uh, and we will talk about this when we get to it, Aladdin. But isn't it smart? The way that they uh, use Iago, where like we've had villains before, where they uh, 
are, are, are too silly and it takes away from their heat because of the goofiness and the entertainingness of them. Mm-hmm. But by making Jafar the bad one and but just... But with the goofy sidekick. Right. Who he gets to shit on. Who still does bad things. Like, yeah. Iago's still bad, but, like, he keeps all of his heat because Iago is, like, his Jimmy Hart or whoever, yeah. like, taking all the bumps it's exactly for him. Like, that. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> They're um, fucking the pro wrestling formula. They just need to follow that shit. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, Jafar didn't need a mouthpiece. No, but, he didn't. You know. But they were great together. <laughs> they were. Oh, man. I don't know why I went with... Uh, Jimmy Hart is loud, I guess, is why I yeah. went with him. No, um, that's pretty. That's a pretty good right, no, comparison. No, sticking with it. Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, Hart is Iago. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll return to that when we get to Aladdin in two... In at least a decade from now when we make it that far. Stay on him, Jafar! Stay on him! Get on him! <laughs> that's the best Jimmy Hart I got. Yeah. So, Can you imagine Gilbert Godfrey with a megaphone, oh, though? God. Like, oh, so is it time for another song and dance? No, and that, I did write that in my. Uh, it is time for that, but I wrote that in my notes about how long. Like this is a musical, but we go for long periods of time in this movie without any singing, it's which true. is sort the last of weird. one was Maleficent, right? Yeah, we get that. Well, I guess with the the duet in the in the museum, but yeah, there that's are what I meant. lulls in this movie where there's like no, no music, singing. which is sort of strange for musicals, and uh, that's happened in a couple of the cartoons that we've done too, where like we did a song maybe at the beginning and then tack one in on the end and like i kind of like that restraint because like i'm not a big musical theater person because like you know i feel like every musical theater thing i've seen about performance whatever it's like yeah that was good there was like five really good songs and then like 12 shitty ones yeah and you don't have to shoe in shoehorn in as many as possible but i think they should be equally spaced Mm. like you shouldn't have three at the beginning and then an hour of no songs (laughs) and here's another song like because then people forget it's a musical like what oh okay we're singing that's that's a thing we do right but now ben is gonna you know the love potions kicked in he's gonna serenade mal don't you think that the singing kind of undermines jay a little bit and carlos were like they're supposed to be these like bad guys who are like too cool for school but here they are just they're, they're dancing in the background and then you know yeah. with everyone else in like, this song I, my love for you is ridiculous now this one i just wrote down ben does bruno mars uh because that's mm. basically what we're doing here yeah and a, a terrible knockoff well, yeah, bruno yeah, yeah. Mars. but it's a uh, you know we need a song that sounds like bruno mars mm. here we go R-I-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S. Please act like Bruno Mars wouldn't do this song. Like, Fun fact, I knew this song before this movie. How? It was on the JCPenney oh, soundtrack. No. I had no idea what it was from until I was watching this. I was like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? I know this. <laughs> yeah, like that, right before this song starts, I wrote, legit forgot this was a musical. Why so long between songs? Ben does Bruno Mars. My love for yeah. you is ridiculous. My notes were like, I've heard this before. Wait, is this a real song or did it get radio play afterwards? <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg here? So, yes. So he sings the song uh, about his love for Mal. Mm-hmm. And as this happens, of course, off screen, uh, Audrey, is it Audrey? I Audrey? wrote Audrey. Okay, I don't I know I what do. it is. Audrey uh, gets with Charming sort of off screen. And then like, so as soon as he's walking up to Mal or whatever, she's like, look, I've got a different boyfriend now. Like, you know, right. so she can do it first, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Bitches. <laughs> and uh, obviously this hurts. Well, okay. So that happens. Then he uh, asks Mal to go to the coronation with him and they're totally a thing now. And that's great. 
And but Evie is sad because the guy that she likes is now uh, with Audrey. Right. So and now she has to get with Dopey. Well, before that, Mal tells Evie that you don't need a prince to feel good about yourself. And I know feminism and all, but that sounds like some grandma explaining why you don't have a prom date. Shane. Like, <laughs> a you little don't bit. Need a prince to feel good. Like they don't know what they're missing out that's on. A, that's exactly. And I don't know how many times our grandma <laughs> tell me that. Yes. <laughs> Not about a prince, but you know. Right. <laughs> So Evie has to get a B on a test without cheating. We, we somehow put like a science fair like trope into this, but we wrap it up in like 30 seconds. Yeah, immediate yeah. payoff for that. Hey, too. I got my B. And then she's, yeah, she's falling for nerd boy. It, I wrote down, seems like we're wrapping this shit up. And then I looked at like the amount of time left in the movie and was like, oh God. So yeah, so that happens where she has to work without the mirror. She gets the B. Then uh, she finds out she gets the B, and she is uh, talking with Dopey Junior. <laughs> yes, I forgot his name at the moment, but like Dopey Junior. Something. Yeah, I think so. It is Doug because it reminded me. You know, did you see that obituary that went viral a few years ago? It was just a two-word obituary. It was in like Minnesota or Michigan, somewhere up there, and there's just Doug died. <laughs> was the whole <laughs> obituary. Uh, and it was fantastic. And so that's, every time I hear the name Doug now, that's my first Doug died. You get that before you get It is, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so she's having a nice moment there. Mal shows up and makes it all about herself. And she needs makeup <laughs> uh, tips before her big date. Right. And then we get the character who was clearly already wearing makeup now has to put on additional makeup for the scene. Well, she was wearing like rebel bad girl makeup. And now okay. she needs, you know. Well, now she got shot in the face by Homer Simpson's makeup gun. Yeah, that, that did happen. Homer, you've got it set on whore. But when the makeup process is finished and Ben shows up... He's like, oh, let's go get on my bike. Before that, though, he uh-huh. opens the door and says, I understand the difference between pretty and beautiful. And that's where I wrote down, I feel like that's the tween panty dropper. <laughs> like, it's the most, like... Yeah. Oh, the most, like, vapid fucking line. Uh-huh. Like, I understand Like, now. this will be on fucking Tumblr gifts exactly. everywhere. Between be- pretty and beautiful. And then he's like, all right, let's go on my bike. And it's like, dude, a moped is not a bike. <laughs> you are not winning any pussy right. with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what love feels like. Maybe I can teach you. Um, that happens uh, as well. Uh, and well, the the motorbike, the the moped works for this though. Where like they're punky, but not too punky. They're right. rebellious, but they're still going to school. Like they're not, yeah. you know. So he takes her to a picnic on a lake, and he brings a swimsuit, but doesn't tell her to bring one because I think he's you, thinking like I'm gonna get to see something. Also, this perhaps, but like this girl is like she's wearing the big like boots all the time, yeah. and like she's not an outdoorsy kind of no. person. Like, so why would you? I think, think this be is a swing and a miss on this romantic I mean, gesture. It, I mean, it's working; she yeah. enjoys it, but like it is not very well thought out, seemingly. Yeah, and here we get the big solo number. While he runs off and she sings like, I'm conflicted. <laughs> Basically, in case you forgot, here's how I, I'm feeling. I'm supposed to do a thing, but I think I love this boy. Right. But with more auto-tune. Right. But, you know, just to add on to the conflicted feelings, now mm-hmm. he's got his shirt off and we can all look at his abs. And while this song is playing, we get a recap of the film up until this point to the hammer home. Like, here's my mom's face, but here's this boy. It's just shitty. And then we get to see dude in the swimsuit. He does a big dive. He Do you does have big... little crowns on your swimsuit? Which I thought they were pineapples until they said that. And I don't even think they were crowns. Like they were like the beast's emblem, I think. Mm. 
which is not what a crown is. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so he does a big beastly scream, which is kind of like when Simba does his big roar at the beginning of Lion King. Like, (laughs) but then, yeah, so he dives and doesn't come back up. And she has to jump in and save him. And then while she's saving him, we still somehow make her the damsel in distress. Yeah, we (laughs) almost did it to where, like, we're going to have the girl save the guy. Like, that's great. And then (laughs) he's got to come to a rescue. Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, we do get the line of him saying, like, you live on an island surrounded by water. Why can't you swim? There's a barrier, dude. Right. But we got a reason. So that was at least funny. Then we get a villain Skype session. Yeah, that was funny. Old people technology, not knowing how to work it. That's cool. The villains refocus them on their mission, Mm -hmm. uh, really hammering home. Like, they try to be subtle about it. Like, how long until I get to see you? Yeah, I thought the dialogue in this was actually pretty good. That was clever. Yeah. I was like, there's a coronation Friday. (laughs) Can't see you sooner? No, Friday. Friday is the day. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty clever. I wish... uh, That felt like it was in a better movie. (laughs) I wish we'd worked in more villains on the island. Like, I kind of yeah. want, like, uh, I just want Yzma and Kronk to be there. <laughs> like, and that, that they somehow got together and their offspring is there and he's just dumb or she's <laughs> just dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's running the Skyping, like, so the, we'll see each other on Friday because of the totally <laughs> innocuous. Yes. Uh, the day is Friday. The we, coronation. We get the magic. I mean, the coronation. Friday. Yes, the. Right. Yes, we sent you to go to the coronation. The coronation with the wand. The wand that we want to get off the island. That's the coronation, yes. <gasps> now you see that sky today. Talk about blue. Uh, I love that movie. Um, Now we're planning the heist. Are we doing that? I think we plan a heist at some point. <laughs> I literally just started writing. Like None of these scenes go anywhere, so I just started writing like one word so sentence. Since, since she gets refocused on the uh, on getting the wand, she wants to find a way to break the love spell. Uh, right. Because she, she feels remorse. Right. She doesn't want to be too cruel. Uh, yeah. So she oh, makes yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that happens. <laughs> yes. Then in this next scene, we do be our guest for no oh my goddamn God. reason. We do be our guest. And we don't change any of the fucking words. So we're talking as if we're all silverware, even though we're yep. grown-ass people. We don't even change Ask the, the dishes. Belt. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. We do that. We live to serve. No, you're a fucking prince. You definitely don't. Uh, and, like... After all, this is France. No, it's not. It's Oregon. You've just established that. <laughs> that doesn't like, make any we're sense. We're in fucking Portland, Oregon. And it's the worst, like, pitch-perfect fucking auto-tuned uh, oh, yeah. acapella like, bullshit. Like, oh, yeah. This is some fucking bull... I forgot the name of the band. I was going to... perfect No. Oh. Rock... Rockapella. <laughs> no, that would be cool. <laughs> no, the thing that everyone's into I now. know. The Christmas people. Yeah, those are the straight... Straight No Chaser. No, well, them too, but that's oh, not the one. The There's ones. a different one. Yeah, Google some top acapella bands. Uh, Just get in the wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing I'm supposed to immediately notice and be like, what the fuck's that about? But that's what I think. Inclusion is nice. It's right? inclusion, but also, like, there's magic in this world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can that's fix that, good. right? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. <laughs> Pentatonic. Pentatonic. Okay. Something like that. They're a different band than yeah. Straight No Chaser? Okay, I didn't... That's news to me. I'll show you. You don't need to show me. I know what they sound like. Uh, da, da, da. We have some... Yeah, Mal sings a little regret song while she's cooking the thing, and we also get, like, all the other kids look at their thing to change them. Jay looks at the trophy. 
Carlos looks at the dog, and Evie looks at the science test, and then that's how we go through their character shit. Yeah. Then we do the Be Our Guest remix, where all I wrote was, ugh. Yeah, and that then, was so And awful. then Beast Dad dancing, which was kind of funny. That was kind of fun. And, and then, then women secretly hate each other, which seems to be a recurring theme in this Audrey's film. Audrey's grandma shows up and <clears throat> does old people shit of, like, don't, <laughs> hey, hey, grandma, don't talk about how they're from another <laughs> island. Yeah. But that's exactly what she wants to do. Yep. Also, I, I missed who this lady was, but didn't care enough to rewind it. Yeah. So I so just wrote Sleeping Beauty's mom. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty's mom, right. Audrey's grandma. Yeah. But I, first of all, I thought it was uh, Lady Tremaine. And I was going to be like, oh, fuck, no, we didn't. But no. Why would she be on the, she'd be on the other <clears throat> island? I know, it wouldn't yeah. make any sense. But so Sleepy, Sleeping Beauty's mom, which do you remember Sleeping Beauty's mom in that film? Because she had no dialogue whatsoever. Well, <laughs> Guess, you know, old people, they, you know, they stop holding their tongue. and That's true. So there we go. Like, she was a background painting more than anything. Yeah, and so now she's a racist old lady. Granny's rude to Mal. Old people suck. It all falls apart. <laughs> Ben's parents disappointed and blame him for all the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of being proud of their son for inviting these people to, you know, mm-hmm. rejoin society, instead, this is what happens when you let the wrong kind of people into town. Exactly. And also, like, they do have a really shitty parent line where he's like, no, look, this isn't their fault. And then he goes like, no, it's your fault. Yeah. Just like, damn, dad, fuck off. Which, I mean, if you're going to be into politics and if you're going to be the leader of the country, you're going to have to deal with some negative feedback. Mm-hmm. But you would think your helpful ass dad. Right. I don't know. Mal undoes the hair magic in response to all the bitchiness that's coming around. Yeah. And then we're time, time for the coronation. This is sort of a... Uh... A recurring sort of trope where, like, we have a bad guy who tries to be good for a while, and then they have one thing towards the end of a movie that sort of sets them off, and they go back to, like, oh, fuck no. They yeah. go back to what they know how to do. Right. I can't think of any examples of this right now. The uh, the live-action Grinch is the first thing that I thought of, which is unfortunate, but um, yeah, either I mean, way, that does happen. it is a thing in other more, you know, mm-hmm. more high-quality movies than that. But Right. It's like, we nope. tried, but nope, I gotta be me. Every time I they, get out, they pull me back they in. They face turn for a little bit and then, you know, immediately go back to who they are. Mm-hmm. So, you think you're better than me? Now we're going to the coronation. We see Party City Snow White as a reporter for some reason. <laughs> that doesn't really go anywhere <laughs> or we, uh, even have a punchline. Did we skip over Mal Baking? Where she bakes without using the spell book or whatever and makes right. the cupcake, but then we also we, know yeah. it's got the That was in the like okay, sad so song okay, earlier. Yeah. Okay. So then she gives the cupcake to him on the way to the coronation. Uh he says, Well, I don't I just take a bite of it now? And she's like, No, wait, don't and then, you know and how do you feel? I don't know. Why don't we wait for the potion to kick in and then we'll know or something. Yeah, for the love spell to wear off or whatever. Right. And he's like she's like, What? And yeah. The prince knew he was roofied all along. Right, but it washed off of him when he fell in the lake and he loved her anyway. Right, because of this unexplained oh, lake magic. Lake of enchantment, he said. That was okay. officially what it's called. And it should so be that, a lake of disenchantment. Well, fine because it's a magic lake it broke the spell like it's a magic wishing app exactly uh i just wrote this is definitely the most question marks i've ever written in my notes throughout this thing just like half my sentences end in question marks so he's just about to be coronated or maybe he gets coronated i don't remember the fucking order of this shit and we see yeah. the wand get ripped away and we right. assume that it's mal well, that right so i literally wrote who grabbed it and then went 
Well, actually, who grabbed it? Like, because it's it's either Mal or it's not Mal, because it's Swerve, it's someone else. But, like, we didn't set up a Swerve, so literally anyone could be holding this <laughs> thing right now. Shoot, it's such a Swerve. <laughs> we didn't plant any seeds right, for the Swerve. Right, it's a Vince Russo Swerve of, like, where are we going? <laughs> Hang <laughs> on tight. Because the, yeah. the person who grabbed it is Fairy Godmother Daughter Which Jane. Which makes some sense. She wants magic. Her, her mother won't let her use magic anymore, mm. and she can benefit from it has already benefited from right. it uh, and she's definitely saying dialogue like while she's using it but i don't know like is she trying to no it's out of control okay. she's not she doesn't know how to wield it and right. so like she it, wanted it for her own purposes right not to bring all the villains no over. she was trying to use it to make okay. you know make herself we look write this in such a way of like oh no i grabbed this to do this thing but now we can't because it's going wrong ah. now why that made it immediately do the one thing that right. uh, that maleficent wanted i don't know unless there was some previous enchantment placed upon it i don't know right but maleficent's here and she freezes everyone just like she did in sleeping beauty and uh, this is where i was kind of wondering like did this start out as a script for maleficent when we did that or maybe a direct to disney sequel to maleficent and then we went that won't really work why don't we just tweak it and cram in a bunch of other like tertiary disney characters and i don't know what how we got to this point but so then mal chooses uh, rather than to get, rather than getting her mother's approval and the things she's always wanted, mm. she instead chooses boys because, of course, <coughs> and uh, you know refuses to. This do... is also like a few years after we just did a Frozen thing of like you can't marry the guy you just met. <laughs> like we right. already oh, did she that. She's already wearing his ring, although it gets taken off uh, in this scene here. But right, yeah, all that's going on anyway. So then Maleficent gets mad, of course, when her daughter won't do what she wants. So then it's dragon time. Which I was glad we remembered Maleficent turns into a dragon. Like, okay, we picked a Sleeping Beauty thing. We keep, kept some point of Maleficent true to her character. And like, we remembered that she's supposed to be evil. And, and kind of badass. She's not in this film. But no. dragon, oh shit, let's right. pay attention. And so even though she loves her daughter, uh, she's still awful. And mm. she's willing to go all dragon, even on her own daughter. Right. Now, the CGI is a little iffy, but... Because, again, yeah. you know... Budget. <laughs> Right, right, and there's no reason to spend a lot of money that's just going to cut into the profits. We're going to make whether the CGI looks good or not. Right. Um, and so, like, oh shit, we got to get away from this dragon. Evie pulls out her magic mirror, which the magic here is it shines a bright light like the Undertaker's urn did that time. And uh, that's enough to blind her, and then Mal can start doing her poetry shit, and that's how... Yeah, all of her spells rhyme, of course, and mm -hmm. this one she repeats... Uh, over and over again, not that I remember it now. Four nope. hearts is one or something is, is <laughs> right. the, the the gist of it. They stare her down. This yeah. is the climax. Just two ugly dudes looking at each other. <laughs> right. Uh, she, she stares down her mom. Their eyes turn green again, and they mm -hmm. uh, have a little battle of wills here before uh, the dragon shrinks down suddenly, and yeah. we uh, get it explained to us by the fairy. Mm. She shrank to the size of her love. Or the love shit. in her heart, yeah. yeah. And so she's a tiny lizard. Actually, a pretty good-sized lizard, but yeah, much I smaller mean, than... I'd know. still be a little weirded out by that lizard. Okay, yeah, I don't like lizards. Uh, mm. I don't like any animal that can move quickly, yeah. uh, especially if it's small. Like a, a deer. That's why you got Allie right, here. I don't, I don't, you know, interact with deer that often, but I wouldn't be afraid of a... Like, I mean, if you're driving, they're scary. But, like, you know, if it, let's say a deer's in my backyard, and be like, hey, what's up, deer? Right. Like, but if I see a lizard, you know, <laughs> within, five, within five feet of me, like, whoa, shit. Uh, turtles. Turtles are okay. Turtles are slow. Mm -hmm. You know, they can be very dangerous, you know, snapping turtles. 
uh, at least. But if you know where they are, and you know it takes them a little while to get to you. You see that awful story where like there's like a high school teacher who had a big snapping turtle in his classroom, and he fed it a puppy in front of the students and shit. Why? Yeah, so he got fired. Uh, and then, but the, they killed the turtle as a result, well, which I feel like was bullshit. Like, turtle did what turtles are gonna do. Yeah. Like apparently it was a sick puppy that was gonna die anyway, but still weird. That's not what you do with sick puppies. I don't understand what the guy was going for here. But I, uh, yeah. what made me upset, uh, and I don't, I don't normally get super all like animal-y. I'm not in any way, uh, you know. But activist, right? But like the killing the turtle, I thought was bullshit. Yeah. Turtle just did turtle shit, yeah. you know? Like dicks out for that turtle or whatever. What? <laughs> what was the name of that gorilla? This was a thing. Oh yeah, they'll get the reference. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had the nerve to say Harambe needed to die, and <laughs> that pissed off a lot of students. That's the first time I've heard how it's supposed to be pronounced because yeah. I've only seen it on the internet. Well, I don't think that he. Ne- I'm not trying to be controversial here. I feel like it was really the only thing they could have done at that point. Like, you can argue the parents should have done this or whatever. They should have had a lease, should have taken what. But once he went into the thing, mm. their only move was that. And you can say trank darts, but those don't work instantly. Right. Like, you needed, you're obviously not going to just let this gorilla eat some toddler. Like, yeah, that's it's not, not like it's a puppy. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's not an option. And so they did what had to happen. Now, it sucks, and those parents suck, and all that other shit is true. I'm not saying, like, yay, they killed the gorilla. I'm right. saying sometimes bad things have to happen. <laughs> sometimes things get killed. Yes. <laughs> Either way, we're way off track. So well, she's not, a, I mean, what's the track? The movie's over. She's a lizard. Uh, <laughs> it's just a big old lizard. <laughs> we have an auto-tune dance party. That's how we end. Lizard shit. Fuck. <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, you know, for a cash grab, yeah. it is what it is. Like, it was more entertaining than, you know... It I had could very, very low expectations and kind of had fun. So yeah. I was like, this is all right. You know, I, we wrote a lot of notes. There were a lot of things that we could have picked apart about it. Right. But, you know, it was an it, it was an enjoyable experience. I've seen it twice now. That was yeah. not something I ever expected. I don't expected. know that I'll do that. But <laughs> So then in 2017, they made a sequel to it mm-hmm. uh, called... Descendants, Descendants 2. 2. And apparently there's going to be a third one as well. Yeah, I uh, saw that. It's a trilogy. I have not seen Descendants 2. We thought about adding it to this recording, but time I, constraints, we're probably not doing that. But Dustin has seen it. Right. I don't know what the fuck happens in I Descendants I don't remember 2. a lot about it either, so I thought I would just, and I don't know, we never get any feedback, so I don't know if you guys like when I just read my notes, but we're about to just do uh, Dustin Note Reading Theater. I will read both pages of my notes, and you'll right. try to see if this makes sense uh, for the plot of Descendants 2, which I ha- I saw, let's say, six months ago. Mm. Uh can you maybe you know take it slow, give it a little bit of a dramatic flair? Okay. Do your uh, you just found a runestone voice? <laughs> you have found a runestone. Now remember when I if you're new to the podcast, this mm. is not perhaps the best episode to start with, but why not? If you're new to the podcast, you get us at this point, that's what matters. Jake takes very detailed notes, although not as detailed now as they used to be in the previous episodes. We typed them up. It was a big fancy production. Right. Uh, we have made it to half-ass mode. <laughs> Uh, I write just mental phrases. Uh, usually I watch whatever we're going to talk about the week of recording. And by and large, thus far in the recording, or in the as far as we've made it in the canon, we're, we've talked about movies that I've seen over and over again anyway. Right. And so there's not uh, any need for me to write that much because I'm talking about something I've already seen. Now, 
the problem is that's the only way I know how to take notes. So you get these like three or four word phrases to exp So here's these uh, little stream of consciousness snippets that I have not pre-read before. We're just mm -hmm. going to, I mean, I pre-read, I wrote them six, seven months ago. Right. But who knows? There's been no re refresh. All right. Descendants 2, <clears throat> 2017. Villain's opening song, Back to Being Shits. <laughs> Instant reset button. Daydream. Mal uncomfortable with newfound attention and scrutiny as good girl. And girlfriend of Prince, whoops, <laughs> King forgot. Mal has upcoming ceremony to become official lady of the court. Okay. I was going to guess high school prom, but okay, we'll do that. Evie wants her to abandon spells. Why? <laughs> Mal misses old life. Quote, all you gotta do is look like me. Jefferson. Oh, no. Je <laughs> what? Jafar son. son. I made it one word. <laughs> Jafar son. <laughs> giving dating advice. Oh, oh, that's it. All you gotta do is look like me. Uh, Jafar son giving dating advice to uh, DeVille kid, Carlos, uh, doesn't know how to talk to girls. Ma uh, should I keep doing the voice? Are we sticking to that? Right. comfortable. Mal, unaware that attention is pre-engagement engagement. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what that word is. But something is pre-engagement engagement. engagement. Uh, Chad <laughs> wants to be king, okay. too. Maybe that's Charming Junior? I don't know. Sure. We'll go with that. Evie has earned a lot of money designing shit. I don't need a prince. I have you. Uh, friend zone hard. <laughs> oh, I guess that's talking dopey, maybe. I don't know. Uh, ben buys Mal a scooter. Mal forgot the date she was supposed to plan. Okay. Fencing scene. Girl wants to join team. What's happening? I was going to take a picture of your like old person trying to read face. <laughs> well, the microphone's in the way. I can read it here, but the microphone. I, I just know. saw a lot of like, <laughs> well, look at this. I scribble. It's not like I wrote on a hard surface. This is just right. me like writing while watching something. Anyway, uh, I don't need a prince. I, have, oh, I read that. Fencing scene. Girl wants to join team. Mulan's daughter. She gets to be more than girly dits now. Devil. Oh, Deville seems to be the godmother's. Seems to like the godmother's daughter. Okay. So that's that's progress. Mal freaks freaks out to Carlos. He also doesn't miss being bad. Chad sneaks in, kicked out. Truth gummy. All right truth gummy so he can share feelings uh, <laughs> truth gummy so he can share feelings dog takes it can suddenly talk <laughs> there's a talking dog i remember that now and only tell the truth not only can he talk he can only tell the truth well what would a dog have to lie about I wrote, what if liar liar and beverly hills chihuahua had, had a demon baby okay uh Uma, daughter of Ursula, oh. always hated Mal. Uh, wants to take over Oregon with uh, something and Hook's son. Mm, don't know. What's my name? Song never learned to count because I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, 
fun. Tentacle and sassy black voice reminds her to do dishes. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, so Ursula doesn't appear. Okay, uh, but a tentacle shows up. You just get up. a random tentacle and like, you hey. need to be doing your homework or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, that's Uma and Ursula and, uh, God damn it, what does that say? <laughs> something in Hook's son. Is there a villain that starts? Oh, Gaston. Gaston's son and Hook's son. Okay, okay. these are the other villains, you know, your B team, I guess. Mm. Never learned to count because I'm number one. It's pretty great. Um, picnic a... time, uh, Eureka's Castle. Get over, get over Ben as a nice guy. Oh, they get over Ben as a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Get that across to the audience. But he discovers she's been using magic. Uh-oh. Why did he say props? I know 40-year-olds wrote this, but damn. Oh, because he said something like, props to you for doing this. And I, mm-hmm. Why did he say that? <laughs> I know 40-year-olds wrote this, but damn. She says she's all fake and leaves and pouts, changes clothes, runs away with lizard mom. Oh, because her mom's a lizard, remember? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Evie tells Ben Mal's gone back to the aisle. He blames himself, even though he he wasn't that mean and was actually really nice. She makes him promise she won't get stuck on the island, I guess. Lady Tremaine's curl up and die. Uh, curl up yeah. and die, D-Y-E. <clears throat> hair salon. Uh, yes. That Diz- joke's been made. <laughs> Dizzy, whoever Dizzy is, is basically Cinderella. Brutus Beefcake Scissors. What? Uh, <laughs> who told Hook to talk that way? Harry. Carlos doesn't want <laughs> parents to find them. Teach Ben to be bud bad. Teach Ben to be bad. <laughs> Chillin' like a villain is one of the songs. Teach Ben to be bud. <laughs> <laughs> Chillin' like a villain. Groan. I wrote next to it. Uh-huh. Gaston's son recognizes him right away. Ben goes to see Mal. Apologizes. She says she's home and she'll never fit in. He offers to be bad to keep her. Don't you love me? Returns ring to do what's best for Ben in Oregon. Ben gets kidnapped. Uma wants Mal to come alone. Uma wants to arm wrestle, despite Mm -hmm. not agreeing to terms first. Mal has to deliver the wand. She's got to steal it harder this time. (laughs) 3D printed wand. What? (laughs) And smoke bombs. Chad Prince's own action figure. Dog spills... (laughs) <laughs> Dog spills beans. Okay. Mulan's daughter overhears. Dizzy wants to go to Oregon. In a movie with no subtlety, this is the least subtle thing ever. Mal tells Evie she's never going back. Evie offers to stay, but Mal says she's an Oregon girl. Ballad time. I feel like they saved money by not hiring any adults and invested in the music upgrade sonically. Oh, yeah. Okay. In, in the second one, none of the adult cast members are back. That might be for the best. So that, that probably was a same. They didn't really and do I will shit. Say, the songs are probably better in the second one from what I remember, though. I don't remember what they sound like now. So that's... <laughs> so take your word for it. <laughs> from It's right here on this page. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Mulan and Dwarf Kid come too. Oh, they come... They come too. Also. No, they come along oh, as well. Oh, Okay. Uma complains to Ben, who feels sorry for her. He's so perfect. Friends arrive to attempt Home Alone ass plan. (laughs) Uma sings, taunts them, rap battle. Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Uma wants to see a demonstration of what the wand can do. 
fake making a dog talk, which he could already do. Mm. Uh, pointlessly long fight scene, escape in limo, left behind spell book. Ben likes Uma now. Shell powers. I guess somehow she's a shell and another love spell. Carlos won't let Evie and Mal talk without them. Powwow decide. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. Powwow decide to be themselves. Jay tells the rest of the team, Jenny's on the team now. She's the new captain. Who's Jenny? Jenny. <laughs> I don't know. Jenny Mulan's daughter. Uh, uh, sure, I think so. Okay. Jenny's on the team now. She's the new captain. Carlos asks out Jane. This is this a sports team? I guess. Chad 3D prints crown. Mal gets presented rather anticlimactically. Ben shows up, brings out Uma. Fake nice taunting. Mal's world falls apart while they dance to kiss the girl from a little bit. Right, okay. Ben loved her all along. Ben orders to bring down the wall. Mal kisses Ben, breaking spell. Uma jumps in the water, becomes a sea monster. Mal becomes a dragon. I wish Mean Girls ended this way. (laughs) Ben, goody two-shoes, fixes shit. Mal and Ben kiss. Evie wants Dizzy to get to come to Oregon, then expands to a full list of tied that doesn't make sense full list of kids okay so it was just going to be dizzy but then a full list of kids get to come to the organ uh, as well then another song okay and that's that, the that, end all right aristocats <laughs> that's uh something yeah so if that's a film you guys feel like you want if you enjoyed this one you know maybe give that one a look too can only imagine where we go in the third one. But I think uh, maybe it might be fun to do some more of these little uh, little side sidebar projects. episodes. Yeah, I think maybe, and I don't know why we're negotiating this on the air, but maybe uh, since it's on Netflix, we could pick uh, a handful of episodes of like Once Upon a Time, and like use that as a way to. We could. I know very little about Once Upon a Time. Every time I've watched it, I've been like, "What the fuck character is this again?" <laughs> like, I really liked the show uh, up until. For the first, like, four or five seasons, I really liked the show. Uh, they did some off-the-wall shit and sometimes, you know, some repetitive shit where yeah. every character had something they were trying to get or whatever. But uh, it did a, It was one of the most well-paced shows I've ever seen where, like, they come up with a new idea and they keep getting more complex with that idea and keep sort of the plates spinning on that idea yeah. until they've run out of all the ideas with that one and then so they end that storyline, but they never end on a purely happy note or, or a resolution. The next story always starts yeah. either at the end of, you know, whatever, <clears throat> and so they keep shit going and there's never a like, ah, yeah. there's always something so new going thing? on, something happens, so you need to keep tuning in. Yeah. And like the mid-season finales especially and the season finales always have something in like the last 10 minutes that are like, <gasps> oh, you wait for the next episode to come back. So, yeah, we'll say that about it. Now there's some goofy-ass shit. Um what are some other... Maybe we'll open it up to our listeners. What's some sure. other Disney-related things? Yeah, side side episodes we could get into, yeah. side projects. We talked about a few bonus episode ideas, but most of them are things that, you know, haven't come up in the timeline. Right, but, yeah. Yeah, we, we could throw something in whenever, you know? Sequels and midquels and all that kind of stuff. But I was thinking uh, some, like, live-action things. Yeah. That could Bed be fun. knobs and broomsticks. I don't fucking One thing know. we might talk about... Uh, did you figure out if you're also going to the uh, the Lion King performance? I know you said you might. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I might have to get back to you. All right, because I am, and so that would be a thing we could talk about. Yeah. Uh, 
watching Disney in person. Yeah. Uh, I feel like next time it comes to town, uh, dudes watch Disney go to Disney on uh, Disney on ice. Could be a fun thing. <laughs> I think it is coming to town. Well, it comes like every year. Yeah. But hmm. I don't know. I did one of those live show things for like Rugrats when I was a kid, and it was garbage. <laughs> well, I'm sure this would be too, but then yeah. it'd be fun to talk about afterwards. Yeah. Now, how I'm gonna like take notes in the uh, arena, I don't know, but mm. yeah, it's not like they're that valuable anyway. <laughs> anyway, so this episode has been a little meandering, but uh, I had an idea, <laughs> fun, and we yeah. we carried it through to the end. So. I'm glad we watched this. I'm glad you put. To, I'm sorry I put it off for a year because it ended up being pretty fun. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Descendants. So let us know what you think about it, everyone, and. We'll see you again for the next real timeline episode. So, uh, anything else? Do you want to tell the people how you almost downloaded the wrong Descendants? Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's pretty much the whole story. <laughs> it was—I don't think it was a weird porno parody or something. Would, no, it probably was. There's the, a film called The Descendants, which I believe. I think is a—it's uh, got Jack Nicholson in it. I'm pretty sure, and like, uh, it's a Scorsese movie, right? I don't. I didn't look farther than I'm that. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so I think that would have been great. Like if you had watched that and taken off, like, what? Did, what does this have to do with anything? I show up with those notes and I was like, I don't think this is a Disney movie. <laughs> but anyway, we should probably wrap this up and uh, see you all next time. Yeah, it's always good to wrap it up. And uh, I'm Dustin. I'm Jake. <laughs> We're dudes. Dudes. <laughs> Bye. Dustin doesn't know his password. Not my password. <laughs> Well, you need to get it up because I want us to start at the same time. Yeah, I need to get it up. <laughs> we wrapped it up first. That's not right. You get yeah, it up. That's then the backwards order. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Dudes Watch Disney podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Jake here, reminding you all to like, rate, review, but most of all, subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube, so no matter which podcast venue you like to use, we're there and we're not hard to find. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter, at DisneyDudesPC. The PC stands for podcast. We also want to hear from you guys. If you have any fun childhood memories or fun stories about these films, please shoot us an email and share them with us. We'll read them out on the show. Our email address is DudesWatchDisney at gmail.com, so please send us your thoughts and join in on the discussion. For reference, the next two films we're going to be talking about are Robin Hood and The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So if you can email us your thoughts before we sit down to record again, we'll be happy to share them with the world. Or the small portion of the world that subscribes to this podcast. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, bye! Oh, okay. <laughs>